technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by ICF's Chief Technology Executive, Mark Lee, and Chief Technology Officer, Kyle Tuberson. Well, Mark and Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to be here. Thanks, Marianne. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. So we're going to start with Mark. What is the current state of federal technology and digital modernization, and what are some of the key pain points and challenges facing agencies today? You know, agency leaders, they're really on the front lines of the biggest challenges that the country is facing. And, you know, that's health challenges, economic challenges, social challenges. And, you know, it's really becoming harder and and more complex for these agencies to address these challenges head on. And I think just like we do in our personal lives, I think these agencies are looking towards technology to help them figure out new ways to, to solve some of these challenges, you know, increase the speed they solve them, be more efficient. I mean, again, it's just it's just like the way we think about things in our technology and our personal lives. And I, you know, I think the good news is that we are seeing progress. You know, we we did a digital modernization uh, survey of, of federal IT leaders, and we found that 91% of those uh, IT workers reported that their agencies have gained ground in digital modernization efforts. And one in three of the agencies have reached the point where they're making continuous improvements. So that's all. That's all. Obviously, good news. Yeah, there are some still unique challenges. I think the first, and, and I think to some extent, I think Kyle and I think this is probably the most significant, is really around the people element to digital modernization, which you know, often gets overlooked. At the end of the day, people, not systems, you know, drive outcomes. And you know, based on that same survey, 94% of federal IT workers shared that their concerns around digital modernization are really things like a limited knowledge of the available digital solutions, not having enough time to reskill and a loss of institutional knowledge, you know, especially if, as you look at the federal government and the number of retirements that are that are happening. So really, at the end of the day, it's not a tech problem. It's a people problem. And the second challenge that we see is that, you know, the agencies really need to stop looking at their technology challenges and their mission challenges as two different things. You know, building multidisciplinary cross-functional teams that can really blend the mission expertise and the technology expertise you know, aimed at accomplishing specific mission goals, that's really critical to the success of these modernization efforts. And, you know, these teams need to work iteratively, you know, think agile, uh, and be empowered to make quick decisions that benefit citizens and really serve serve the mission. You know, and, and Kyle and I talk all the time about the importance of empathy. You know, usually we talk technology, you know, sort of the, the touchy-feely stuff like empathy doesn't come up that much, but you know, to drive the kinds of changes that, that are really needed, we need to spend more time understanding each other and, and trying to speak the same language. You know, what we found at ICF is when we pair our technologists with our domain experts, they're really able to work with our clients to more quickly tackle challenges together. And you know, that can be things like figuring out how we might develop new systems and innovative tools to help our clients spend less time collecting and manipulating data 
and less time managing inefficient operational processes. You know, but for this to work, the technologists need to understand the underlying data. Where did they come from? What do they mean, basically? And the domain experts need to understand really at some basic level, what's the art of the possible with technology? And, you know, when this is done right, it's like magic. It leaves so much more time for our clients to and for our experts to spend time interpreting the data and using it to drive decisions and less time manipulating it and just trying to get it in a form where it's useful. Okay, thank you, Mark. Now, Kyle, what role does product management play in successful modernization efforts, and how can leaders adopt a product management mindset? Well, thank you. It's it's a great question, and it's a topic that's a top of mind for us here at ICF all the time. Maybe to answer the question, I'll, I'll take a step back and look at, you know, the history of modernization initiatives. Uh, you know, we all know that modernizing technology is difficult. It's hard. And, you know, through a personal experience that I'll share, I won't give you all the details, but early in my career, I had an opportunity to work on a large modernization project with over 100 people. And some of the things that I, I learned from that project, I still think about today. And so one of them was there was a lot of change happening. We were changing technology. We were changing the way people work. We were changing business process. So in the, you know, we didn't, you know, quite achieve the outcomes we wanted to on that project. But what it, what it left me with is that change is a big part of modernization. And so when I think of product management, I think of it as an approach to help manage all of the change. And I'll just share a, a few principles of product management that we think about here at ICF and with our customers. One is Mark already mentioned this empathy is really important. And this is really about putting the customer or the employee at the center of everything we do. We call it kind of outside in thinking. We're not thinking from inside the IT organization to the customers. We're doing it in, in the reverse. The second one is to really stay focused on outcomes. Let the outcomes drive the technology. Make sure that we shift from this idea that we, we manage to a deliverable to managing to value. Are we achieving the things that we wanted to and that we set out to at the beginning? And third is this concept of heterogeneous teams and like this idea of diversity of opinion and thought and how do you bring different perspectives, whether it's a mission team focused on a mission or domain challenge or a technology team trying to integrate emerging technologies. How do we bring all these opinions together? So I think a product management really is shifting the narrative from change being a risk to change being a tool. It really turns it on its head and you can leverage it as a, a strategic um, approach as opposed to uh, getting too bogged down by it. But then I think of how do you adopt a product mindset? And I'll just leave you with three ideas. And one is there's a great book called Sooner, Safer, Happier by Jonathan Smart. It's probably one of the best books I've read on, on modernization and transformation. And he talks about think big, start small and learn fast. So big transformation or big modernization if initiatives will will be challenging, but if you break them down into their smallest components, they're manageable. Find the early adopters and experiment. There is people in the organization that want this change. Those are the ones you want to get to as quickly as you can to make them a part of what you're changing. And then last, this idea of storytelling and a cascading narrative. Really, you know, communicate the why, but empower the how. And so you have to have employees seeing themselves in the change and you have to invite them into the change. So those would be the three ideas I would share in terms of how to adopt a product mindset. 
Okay, so now, Mark, I know federal health is one of the key markets for ICF. What are some of the technology challenges you see facing the federal health agencies, and how will this impact? What will we see from your team in 2023? You know, I, you know, my background is in public health. I worked in a research lab and uh, in graduate school, and you know, at that point which I don't want to date myself, I'm not going to say how long ago it was, but it wasn't just a few years ago. You know, the limiting factor for breakthrough research was really generating data. You know, it took us a while to perform experiments because there was so much manual work. And there still is to some extent, but the advances in, in techniques and technology has really allowed researchers to move a lot faster. Um, you know, and what that really ends up meaning is there's a lot more data to sort through. And to kind of put this in perspective for health, the U.S. spends more than $2 billion annually on health research, and that research generates a lot of data on a nearly daily basis. So to really maximize the advancements that we can make in public health, we really need to take better advantage of this convergence of bigger data, better technology, and really a, a rising cultural shift towards multidisciplinary thinking and data sharing. And, you know, this isn't going to happen on its own. You know, we joke that it's, it's not a spectator sport. you got to get in there and, and, you know, everybody has to sort of get involved and, and mix it up. And, you know, we've really got to activate and sustain these intersections, you know, between data technology and really sort of the, the different types of uh, domain thinking to really release the full potential that this, this all has when it works together. And you know, at ICF, you know, we have an opportunity to make the biggest impact by helping our clients best use all this, all this information. And, you know, you know, we can offer solutions and approaches that reflect an understanding of the data from the researcher perspective, as well as best in class technologies to really help improve data management and make more informed decisions when it comes to policies, programs, and, you know, prioritizing and investments. And just to give you an example of, of some of the things that we're doing right now, you know, we're working with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to find ways to take full advantage of, you know, these best-in-class interoperability standards, you know, things like FHIR. And figuring this out is really key to harnessing the potential public health benefits of electronic health records. But it has to be done without compromising the obviously confidential health data that are contained within these records. So, you know, we, we really – aim to bring our domain experts who understand the data, understand the confidentiality, all the different things associated with the data, and then have them work with technologists that, that understand the best-in-class tools, and then really make sure our, our change management folks are involved as well to make sure that whatever comes out of the solution, the organization that's going to implement the solution understands how it might mean they need to be organized differently. It might mean they need to train their staff differently. Could it mean any number of different things, but getting back to what we talked about at the beginning, at the end of the day, the people have to be, you know, critical to how you develop the solutions. And that has to start from the beginning. Right. Yeah, I, I agree, Mark. I think those are, you know, the, the one thing I would add, I, I think chief data officers play a vital role here. And if you think of the federal CDO, they wear many hats, but the dual role that they have is, how do they stay current with all the advances that are happening in technology with these cloud data platforms and artificial intelligence and machine learning? But they also have to be really good business partners with the domain teams and the folks focused on the mission because data without context isn't as useful and nowhere near as useful. And so we think about that all the time and what the CDO's role is in that. Here at ICF, we have Joshua Phillips as our chief data officer, and we have him focused on 
how do we bring more value to our customers around data initiatives in particular? And when we think about data initiatives, we, we apply the same product management principles that I talked about earlier. In fact, we often treat data as a product. And, you know, when we think about from an empathy perspective, who is the end consumer of the data product that we're creating? How are they using it? It could be a human. It could be another system. What are the outcomes we're trying to achieve by collecting all this data? How are we going to use it? What decisions are we going to make on it? And then the point about heterogeneous teams, this really gets at you know not only uh, bringing different disciplines and ideas together, but how do you do better at data sharing using standards and making data follow the fair interoperable principles? So in summary, you know, data is really top of mind for us, along with product management. We think about it. And this year we're focused on an ICF uh, data and analytics accelerator called IDEA. And it's a user friendly, opinionated experience shaped by our domain experience that sits on top of cloud data platforms. Excellent. Well, Mark Lee, Kyle Tuberson, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends.